Today's short is being brought to you by Goya Foods. If it's Goya, it has to be good. Your daily game plan for success. It's Sacks in the Morning. Steve Sacks. Steve Saxer with Sax in the Morning, and good to be with you today on this August 4th, this Thursday. Usually we don't do our shorts on Thursday, but because of the obvious passing of the great Vin Scully, I thought that we share a few things about Vin. I'll tell you what, this was a, a an amazing person, came into the Dodger organization with one broadcaster that was for the Dodgers, and that was Vin Scully. Uh, for 67 years, Vin Scully was the only broadcaster of the Dodgers had. If you just think about that over the course of our lives, how many times can you say a person's been with one organization over the course of seven different decades? It's just amazing what Vin has done. And I'll tell you what, Vin was just in some ways bigger than life. And in other ways, he was just a regular guy. And I think that's what made him so endearing, whether it was in the clubhouse, on the field before the game, because Vin always did his homework. You know, he was just one of the guys. He never wanted special attention. He was always just, you know, having a good conversation with somebody or lending a kind word. That's what Vince Scully was all about. Also, a lot of people don't really realize the scope of Vince Scully. He was one of the best, one of the best football analysts that there is. Uh, he, as a matter of fact, Vince Scully called the great catch by Dwight Clark in uh, 1982 in the end zone where the 49ers beat the Dallas Cowboys. And also, Vince Scully in 1982 was elected to the Hall of Fame. You know, and what I'd like to do is I'd like to share a personal story of mine with Vin Scully. And this was when I first got called up to the big leagues. I was playing uh, in a game and it was either in Cincinnati or Atlanta. I can't really recall which place it was, but I had a good game and this was very early in my career. And so the next day when we were playing against that same team, Vin had an interview with me and I was thinking, wow, I get to be interviewed by the great Vin Scully. This is pretty great. And so I had an interview with Vin Scully. And then after the interview, of course, uh, you know, the game was played and, and I actually had another good game. So after the game, I always called home and talked to my folks about what happened during the game. And I was going to tell them about the game. I had two good games in a row. And before they could say anything, before they could ask me, hey, what was that pitch you hit? Or do you think you could have stretched that into a triple or whatever it was? The question was not about that. Their own son's performance in the game. It was, hey, what was it like talking to Vin Scully? What was it like talking to Scully before the game? That's the kind of impact that Scully had on not just the current players, but your parents and your grandparents all listened to Vin Scully. That's what kind of a guy he was. That's what the gravity that Vin Scully had with so many different generations of people. So a lot of people have been asking me the last day about what it was like as far as the other players on the team. What did other people think about Vin Scully? And I can give you an example. I remember one day, it was a day game, it was a Sunday day game at Dodger Stadium. And somebody on the other team had hit a double. And there was going to be a pitcher's change. We were going to the bullpen. So it's kind of customary when somebody's on second base and there's a timeout. You usually go over and chit-chat a little bit with the player that just hit the double, whatever. And I, I can remember doing this. I can't remember the, who the player was, but I can remember going over and talking to the guy that just hit the double during the timeout. And usually when you go over there and talking to the player, it talks about the pitch he hit. He asks you about how your season's going, you know, small talk. It wasn't anything like that. It was this. During the game, because of where the broadcaster sat at Dodger Stadium, 
the voice would reverberate from the back wall and it would come onto the field. And so you could actually hear Vin Scully calling the game as it was played out in real time. And I can remember the player was just astonished by the fact that Vin Scully was talking about the player that just hit the double during the timeout. And he was almost beside himself. It was like, I can't believe that Scully knows this personal part of my life. And it was such a big thing to him. And that's what Vin Scully was. He was almost bigger than life to the players. Even during real time in the game when the, the euphoria sets in that you just got a big double and it caused you the Dodgers to have a pitch and change. It wasn't about that. It was about Vin Scully knew something about this player's life. Pretty amazing testimony about Vin. So when you think about the, the way it is in sports today, and especially in baseball with free agency, players moving all the time and some uh, ball clubs can't even go out and print out a jersey of a current player because who knows how long he's going to be there. Can you imagine if you said at any time that a certain player or a certain guy would be with an organization his whole career? I mean, just imagine the fact that if you're 67 years old or younger, Vin Scully is the only voice that you've heard from the Dodgers. You grew up in L.A. and you're under 67. The only voice you've ever been accustomed to by hearing those Dodgers names being called out during the broadcast is Vin Scully. And that says a lot about the man. And that's my short for today. If you like what you heard, give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. Also, remember that the Sacks in the Morning swag is now available on my Instagram site. Go to Sacks in the Morning underscore podcast. You'll see it right there on the Instagram and just hit the link. Everything's there mugs, hats, tumblers, you name it. Take advantage of it. Today's short was brought to you by Goya Foods. If it's Goya, it has to be good.